Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Stylish Bride podcast. I'm your host, Julie Sabatino, here to make sure you are dressed, styled, and down the aisle. I could not be more excited to be recording the welcome episode for the podcast that we have been working so hard on. The reason that I'm launching this podcast is because I feel really strongly and passionately about empowering women to feel amazing on one of the most important days of their lives. In fact, I've spent the last 15 years of my career focused on helping my clients do just that. And over that time, I've really gained a lot of knowledge and insight in this industry that I want to share with you because I realize not everyone can hire us and that this information can really make a big difference on your day and that every bride deserves to have a wonderful day. And if I can help you do that, I'm absolutely thrilled to do it. My business and everything that I do in it really boils down to the idea that I believe if you feel amazing on your wedding day, you're going to look amazing. I'd like to help you do that also. And it really makes me feel good to know that this information is there and reaching brides and making a difference on your day. The reason I decided to do this in podcast format is actually sort of funny. It's basically to avoid writing a book. <laughs> I hate to write. And I was lamenting about that to one of my clients who's an author a couple of months ago. And she said to me, don't write a book. That's so hard. Just start a podcast. And I was like, what? I've never even listened to a podcast before. What are you talking about? But it intrigued me. And I thought, oh, well, you know. I know how to talk to people. Maybe this is a good idea. So I started listening and binge listening to lots of podcasts and really kind of fell in love with it and just thought, wow, this is so, so great. I, I love that I can listen as I'm going through my day and I'm learning things and educating myself all the time, not just when I'm reading a book and able to sit down and focus on a book. It's like, wow, this is amazing. Okay. And then I found Andy's podcast, The Wedding Biz, and just thought it was fantastic. I thought what he was doing was so great. And I reached out to him and said, hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing a podcast. Do you have any advice? And it turned out he was launching a network of wedding professionals. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is just the perfect way to, to do it and to have guidance and be amongst other people that are like-minded and in my industry. And I'm so honored to be a part of that and to be the first person that they are launching their network with. So I want to tell you guys a little bit about how I got started and why I do this very niche business that means so much to me. So I'm going to give you a little bit of background to my story. And if you haven't already done so, I encourage you to listen to Andy's interview with me that really goes in depth on why I do what I do, how I think, and all sorts of little tidbits of information. And as you, a lot of you may know, his focus is really on the business side and how I run my business and why I do this. But to get started on this podcast, I'd like to tell you a little bit about my background and why I got into wedding fashion styling and how I came to the idea. So it begins like a lot of entrepreneurial stories that you hear. I was looking for something that I couldn't find that didn't exist. So the story goes that I met my husband when I was 22 years old. Um, after graduating college, I went to work in finance and met the most amazing man and fell in love. 
and found myself engaged at 24 years old with absolutely no idea what to do. I didn't have a lot of friends that were engaged, obviously, because I was so young. Um, and it really kind of caught me by surprise where I knew that I loved him, but I had never really thought about being a bride or getting married and kind of assumed that it was something I would do much later in life. But there I was um, engaged and trying to figure out what the heck to do. So at that time, there really weren't many websites talking about this stuff. So my resources were limited to uh, magazines and the few books that were out there on getting married in New York City. So, you know, that wasn't all that much help. But I finally set the details, figured out where we were going to do it, the date, all of those things, and decided that the next step, and in my opinion, the most exciting step, was to go dress shopping. So, of course, I made my first appointment at Vera Wang on Madison Avenue and just assumed that that was going to be it. I'll never forget the day, actually. I have my mom with me, my future mother-in-law, and my future sister-in-law. And we get a 10 a.m. appointment at Vera Wang, and I thought that it was going to be just wonderful. And the experience itself was good. But as I started trying on dresses and coming out and showing them, I pretty quickly realized that I had no idea what I wanted. And that this wasn't going to be like it is in the movies where they try one on, everyone cries and they drink champagne. So after the appointment, I sort of regrouped and thought, all right, what do I do now? And I started digging and doing research on other salons to go to. And part of what I think was going on at the time was that I hadn't been dreaming about my wedding dress my whole life. And there are a lot of women who do, and they think about their wedding and what they're going to look like and what they're going to wear. And I wasn't one of them. So I really felt very unprepared. Anyway, to make a long story short, I tried on hundreds of dresses. It was agonizing. And at that time in the market, there were a lot of heavily embroidered gowns with box pleats and big skirts. And that really wasn't what I was looking for. It just wasn't, it's not nearly as diverse as it is now. But truly, when I look back on that experience, I think I had so much trouble because I really didn't know what version of myself I wanted to be on that day. And I see it a lot with my clients today where, you know, women have different sides to their personality and you can be a little bohemian, a little romantic, a little sophisticated, a little urban and blend it all together today and really, you know, come up with your own unique style that varies day to day and mood to mood. But on your wedding day, you get one shot. You have to pick what image you want to put forward, what's going to make you feel the best, and how to achieve that. And it can be kind of intimidating. So when I look back on my experience, I think that I just didn't know which version of myself that I wanted to be. But I had no idea how to get to it either. You know, part of me was drawn to the big fairy tale wedding dress, which of course my mom fell in love with and I didn't, and it was really hard and, you know, her opinion mattered a lot to me and it was hard that I didn't want what she loved. But, you know, through it all, I decided that I wanted something more sleek and chic and sophisticated that was suited to a New York City style wedding. Added into the mix of all of that, was that I've always struggled with my weight and my body image wasn't the best. So when I would put on these dresses, I really didn't know how to get one that would look great on me. Um, and I didn't find the consultants all that helpful at that time uh, in, in guiding me to what it was going to be. 
So at a certain point, I realized that I needed help. I was looking for somebody that could understand my personal style, my wedding style, my body type, and my budget, and just tell me where to go. And I researched, and I looked, and I found nothing. There was no one out there to help me. And so that's when the idea for my business really came to me and took root. So finally, I found my wedding dress, thank God, and I can even say to this day that I love it. But every time I had to make a decision like bridesmaids dresses or groom's attire, what color, you know, bow ties everyone's going to wear or what my mom should wear, I found myself going through the same process all over again, doing tons and tons of research, spending lots of time on it because it was really important to me and finally figuring it out, but realizing the process didn't need to be so hard. But The great thing that happened was through the process, I fell in love with the industry and I saw lots of opportunities and holes in the market for things that hadn't been done yet in weddings. So after I got married, I actually decided to leave finance and go to fashion school at the Fashion Institute of Technology here in New York City at FIT. While I was there, I studied accessories design and had the intention of opening a handbag and shoe company for bridal. What I learned while I was there was that I am not a designer. I'm creative. I have a great eye. I have, you know, a vision, but I can't design things and I certainly can't draw. It's pathetic. It's really, really bad. I knew that I loved the bridal industry. So when I graduated from FIT, I went to work at the Amsala Boutique on Madison Avenue and I wanted to see what it was like being on the other side. And what I learned while I was there dealing with the brides and helping them was that they needed help. They needed non-biased advice from someone who wasn't selling them a dress or wasn't related to them to help them through the process. And I realized that could be me. I can help these women, I thought. So in 2004, I became the very first wedding fashion stylist when I opened The Stylish Bride, and I have been doing it and loving it ever since. Our focus is helping brides feel their best on their wedding day through curating a fashion story that's individual to each of them. We take into account their personal style and their wedding style and put together a cohesive picture that blends all of the elements to make sure it comes together perfectly. I have stylists in five different cities that will steam and dress and prepare and troubleshoot and sew and take care of everything that comes up. With all that said, what I want to share with you in this podcast is all that I've learned along the way. I have 15 years of random knowledge that I think can really help brides today. Little things that you wouldn't necessarily think about that can really make a big difference. Things like what to know before going shopping for your wedding dress the first time. What to expect at your first wedding dress fitting, because it can be kind of scary and intimidating and preparing you for that, I think can actually save you a lot of angst. I'm going to talk about fashion emergencies on the wedding day and how to fix them and so that you're prepared when things come up, which they always do. I'm going to talk about mothers of the bride and how to give her arm coverage that almost all mothers want, but most dresses don't offer. And I'm going to talk about what to think about before selecting your wedding shoes so that you can blend style and look with comfort, maybe. (laughs) 
And then I'm really excited to be introducing you to a lot of my industry contacts. And I'm going to be interviewing designers and store owners and photographers, magazine editors, uh, industry friends to give you all sorts of tips and different perspectives that I think are really important. Most brides have never been married before, and I don't think they realize how many things there are to consider and how important these decisions can be. My goal is to empower you with the knowledge to make the best choices for you so that you can have the wonderful day that you deserve. So before we go, I want to give you three tips as a little teaser for things that we're going to discuss in upcoming episodes. The first one is set the details of your wedding before you shop. This is not typically a popular piece of advice. A lot of brides get engaged and the first thing they want to do is go try on dresses. And that's fine, but you should know that until you've decided on the venue and the date and the time of day, you're really not able to select a dress because those factors really matter in what you ultimately choose. My second tip is to give serious consideration to who you bring with you shopping. And remember that too many opinions are not a good thing. So you want to select people that are going to help you by giving you an opinion when you want one, not forcing their own personal opinion on you, even if they mean well, and wait for you to decide what you think before sharing what they think. This isn't always the people that you feel you should bring. So give careful consideration because it can really affect your experience in the salon. And for my last tip, I want to tell you that in your final fitting, make sure the hem of your dress in the bustle is not dragging on the floor at all. That way it will avoid getting stepped on and potentially will not come out because as I'm sure you know at this point from all the weddings you've been to, 99% of bustles come out. And it's a problem because then you have to stop dancing, you know, pause your reception, figure out how to fix it. And that's time that you could be spending enjoying yourself. So if you have any questions, I really want to hear them. I want to make this podcast actionable information for you that can help you. So to do that, I really need to hear from you and what your questions are and what you're thinking and wondering about. And you can reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is The Stylish Bride. Or you can go to my website, which is thestylishbride.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you can get all of the tricks of the trade that we're going to be talking about. I'm so excited to be doing this and I can't wait to help make sure you are dressed, styled and down the aisle. Bye for now. <laughs>